Attachment issues. Made simple. I love John Maxwell. Do you do you know who he is? He's he started as a preacher, but he he speaks like he's a leadership expert. He's written a million books, right? And one of the things that he said, I, he was a mentor of mine for many years. And one of the things that he said is the measure it's it, it, the measure of a smart person. He didn't say this, but the measure of a smart person person is measured by how they can take a complex idea and make it super, super simple. And what John Maxwell said in his super simple way is, I like to put the cookies on the low shelf so we can all get one, right? We can all reach them. And what he said to me was, you know, your ability to take information and assimilate it and explain it like on a, on a fifth grade level is what ensures that everybody can understand it. But why is that so important? Because change is the result of all true learning, like Leo, Leo Buscalia said change is the under is the result of all true learning but true learning can't take place if you don't freaking understand something and attachment issues is one of those things that can make us a little crazy and just know enough to be dangerous all right like disorganized disorganized ambivalent ambivalent anxious anxious ambivalent disorganized detached you know it's like or secure or insecure and and we know enough and we think oh my god what what is this so I, I want to take this idea and share it with you in a way that you're going to be able to resonate, identify your attachment issues, identify the attachment issues of other people, and gr grow compassion for a deeper understanding of how that happened and where it came from. Isn't that a cool thing to do together today? Grab a pen and paper if you want to take some notes. I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> okay, I'm conjuring something. I don't know. Okay. Um, but I'm excited that you're here. If you're new here, I'm Heidi. Welcome home. I'm glad you found me. How did you find me? I don't know. Divine design. We have a divine appointment. You know how big YouTube is? Can we just take a minute and appreciate the bigness of the universe that YouTube is? If you found me, stay around. All right. I've got something for you. If you've, if you've, if you've managed to search me, I look one of the best compliments I ever got on a video was how the hell are there only three comments on this video? It actually changed my life. And I'm like, that's what I long to do. But in order to get you to see the videos and click on them, you know, what helps like the magic formula is if you do find something you like in this video today, you like it and you subscribe and you like it and comment because that helps us help more people, all right? So let's get into today. The first thing I wanna talk about and we do on this channel is all things toxic relationship recovery, all things codependence, all things that prevent you from having the life that you wanna have. So if you want more information about the work that we're doing, go over to lovecoachheidi.com and you can learn more there. So we're gonna get right into attachment issues. How does this happen? All right, simply put, when you're born into a family, you survey the land of that family, you get an idea of how this family operates, and then you decide from there who you need to be in order to fit in to that family. Now you come into the world, whoever the hell you are, right? You come in just like your, your radiant essence, but if you're born into a family that doesn't love, respect, appreciate, or foster that you-ness that's in you and makes you wrong for it or bad for who you are, you decide being you isn't good enough. 
and you want to attach to the people who are supposed to love you. So you find out who you need to be in order to attach to those people. Essentially, especially if you're born into a family that's dysfunctional or toxic in some way, not firing on all cylinders, you, you, you do that dance even more. You repress your true self, your bigness, your identity, or you exaggerate parts of yourself in order to attach to those people. And if you're born into a, into a dynamic where there is addiction or dysfunction or abuse, you know you can try like hell and never quite win the affections, but that doesn't stop you from trying. All kinds of things in order to attach. So here's the deal. Who did you become? In an effort to attach to that primary caregiver, let's say that your primary caregiver was an alcoholic and they weren't able to really love you the way you wanted to be loved or cared for, but you saw very quickly if you were the one, if you took on the role of the peacekeeper in the house or you were the fixer of problems, you learned that, okay, that's gonna help me A, be okay in this dynamic so that I can function, but B, it also gives me a sense of self-esteem and I do get attention when I'm able to help and solve other people's problems. Like if my siblings aren't being cared for and I make sure that I'm, I'm the responsible one and I take care of everybody else. If mom is hurting over dad and I go console her about his alcoholism and she's distraught, but I realize, okay, I've got to help fix mom's feelings around dad's drinking. Let me go be with her and sit with her and talk with her and you probably hear too much than I should. Well, then that's your attachment style. You've learned that if you fix people or pay attention to their needs ahead of your own, it wins you some kind of affection or at least uh, you can survive or cope the, the situation you're in. That's not a problem. That's a, that's a good thing that you learned that strategy when you were a kid. It becomes an issue in your adult relationships when you feel like you have to need people, you have to, people have to need you in order for you to be loved, where you find projects instead of uh, people. You have caseloads instead of friends, and you recognize, oh, I bet you my attachment personality, I call those attachment personality patterns, that's what I've named them, there are eight of them, you can find them in a new book I've written over at lovecoachheidi.com and download and figure out what attachment personality you took on. It goes beyond anxious, attached, ambivalent, disorganized, secure. It goes above and beyond all those um, different kind of, kind of like, blanket labels and it helps you find yourself a little better, a little easier. It helps you see your style a little bit more. It takes into consideration more dysfunction and how you could have um, found a way to survive in that environment. And I just find it's a simpler way to explain all this. So that fixer attachment personality that was formed out of necessity in that dynamic is now hurting you later on in your relationships and that's your attachment style. You don't know how to be in a relationship without being needed or fixing somebody. Let's say that alcohol was part of the issue again or drugs in some way. It's just a really good one because now one in four families are. And a lot of us think, well, we just grew up in that environment and escaped and everybody's okay. We did the best we could. But if you look back at where this pattern originated, you might find out that as long as you were in control of everything in your house, nothing blew up. And that's how you attached to the situation, to your caregivers, as you learned that if you stay in control, then you're going to be all right. So you, you would constantly be hypervigilant all the time. It's a little bit of the fixer too, but more so like you realized you needed to be dominant and assertive and protect your space. 
and defend all that and be in control of all that. So you got really rigid. Maybe you were good at setting boundaries and pushing people away and you realized it's just got to be the only person I can trust and count on is me. So it's got to be my way or the highway. It's kind of sink or swim. And so you became this very controlling person out of a necessity to not let things get crazy. But now you find as you're an adult and you have other people, you have problems with your partner, allowing them to think and feel freely. You want to control how they think and what they feel. I remember this personality in my own childhood where um, my siblings would be upset or hurt because dad was drinking or everything was, everybody was fighting and I would tell them how they should feel about it. Well, you shouldn't feel that way because this is what's really going on and you should stop, you know, controlling other people's behavior. You shouldn't behave that way. You shouldn't be lots of shoulding goes on in that kind of controlling behavior, but you needed to do that. So it, nothing got too out of control, right? So in your adult life, it's hurting you. Others of you learned that in order to attach, you needed to be successful. You needed to look like you fit, you had it all together. Maybe your family was a good, a big visual family that cared what the Joneses, Joneses thought, what are the neighbors going to think? And they were constantly worried about how things looked from the outside. And you guys were all expected to put on this veneer and pretend that everything was fine in your household, when in reality it was falling apart, but nobody talked about it. We just swept things under the rug and we just went on about our business. You developed an attachment style of a pretender where you might be falling apart, but boy, you're gonna look good and nobody's gonna know because that's how you're gonna show up to the world. And if you called anybody out in your family, they detached from you. It's like when you grow up in an environment like this, when you don't go against follow the rules, we call those dysfunctional family rules, like don't talk about your problems, suck it up, pretend you're okay, put on a happy face, put your lipstick on, look good before you go out the door. We're falling apart, going bankruptcy, but don't let anybody know, put, your, put those Gucci's on and get out of here, right? <laughs> that we can't afford. You learn that if you break that rule, they took their love away. So now in your relationships, you don't know how to be authentic. There's an air of like a fakeness about you, even though you long for authenticity. You don't, you know, you can't understand why you just can't really connect with people the way you want. It's because the family that you grew up in didn't, didn't, didn't value authenticity. They valued you to put on a show and perform and pretend everything was fine. Okay. Another attachment style and how you learn to attach is maybe you learned that you, in order for you to be loved, you had to be perfect. You weren't allowed to make any mistakes in your family. You know, it was, it was frowned upon. You had to get the best grades. You had to be the best at everything all the time. You had to make sure that everything was in line. There was no room for error in your family. So in order to attach, you needed to be perfect. Everything needed to be genuinely like right all the time. And that helped you attach to your caregivers. You fell out of love. They fell out of love with you or you fell out of favor when you were screwing up, when you got a B instead of a C. So this immense pressure built up in you to have to do things perfectly all the time. You take that into your adult life, you're afraid to try new things. You're afraid to be vulnerable. You're afraid to put yourself out there in things you don't know you're gonna be successful at, so you're not living your dreams. Or you're putting so much pressure on your partner with the judgment of they have to be perfect too because you're perfect. Or you think you're perfect and you, everybody else needs to be perfect too, so there's like a righteousness attitude, right? Maybe when you were little, in order to attach to your survivors, you had to go numb. This is one for me that I dealt with. I had a lot of physical abuse and verbal abuse in my childhood. I was um, hurt very badly. And one of the things that was turning off to my caregiver was my sensitivity. And when I would cry or have this, I'm wildly sensitive, born wildly sensitive, 
But whenever I would show emotion or, or cry or have a feeling or a thought, that was shut down. Uh, you're not allowed to feel that way. Why do you feel that way? I'll give you something to cry about, right? Kind of mentality. I didn't hurt you. It's gaslighting. And you, I learned to go numb from my own feelings and withhold them from people. So when people in my, that helped me survive in my childhood, I was not allowed to feel when I was a little kid, but I became an adult and I didn't know how to feel on my feelings. I didn't know how to tell somebody you hurt my feelings. My attachment style was to withhold. It was to keep people at an arm's distance to make sure that people come close, but just not too close, right? Just not too close. Maybe in your family, you learned that the only way anybody was going to ever pay attention to you is if you were sick. So you got sick and you found a way to be hurt so that your family would finally realize you were in the room and you became this person who actually became a victim in your adult life where you always have problems and you don't know how to connect with people unless you're having a problem and you have rescue fantasies of people coming in and saving you, but nobody ever comes, right? And you never feel really heard or understood. Or you always feel like people think you're making it up and you really are hurting. And you really are. But this is a pattern you've been running for such a long time that you don't know when it's psychological, emotional hurting, or physical hurting. You know, you don't know. Now look, we know we can see where this stuff comes from. I mean, I can see it, right? It, it's taken me a lifetime to come up with these patterns. This is my life's work, is identifying these patterns. But we can't stop there. You can download the book at lovecoachheidi.com, and you can download your pattern and identify the attachments personality pattern app, attachment personality pattern that you've been showing up as. But that you can't stop there. You don't want to stop there because you've got to then identify how this pattern shows up in your life, not just in your relationships, but also in your money, in your life, because how you do one thing is all things. The patterns just don't begin and end in relationships. No. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a coach, if you're a teacher, a healer, you'll repress your gifts and talents and you will show up. If you're a withholder in your relationships, you're a withholder in your business. You don't want to show up and make the videos. You don't want to come along and share your story. You don't tell your truth. You don't share what's really going on with you, right? And then you've got to figure out a way to unplug from those patterns so that you can reveal your true self. Now, listen, I want to come alongside of you and help you do this work. I can do this work with you because this is my program. This is what I've come up with. These are the ideas. So I'm able to see your pattern. I'm able to help you see your pattern and how it's impacted you. And I'm help, I am able to help you unplug from that pattern and find and excavate your authentic self. I want to do that work with you. It's the work that we do in life school, which stands for love yourself first empowerment school, love your true self. You got to figure out who that is. And when you're in life school, it's a three month program. Uh, it's a semi-private group coaching. You come into life school and you go through a program every single week. You get a new lesson unlocked to you. You learn that lesson and then you bring that lesson to the group and we talk about it and we be about it and we process it because it's one thing to like, yes, you're going to, if you join life school, you get the information. All right. But more than that, you get the implementation. You take the information that I'm going to give you. That's different information than I give in my free videos. You take the, 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 the information I'm going to give you and you learn how to apply it to your life and make radical changes and shifts. It's important for you, especially if you're stuck. If you're, don't go flaccid. We're halfway through. You got to finish strong. Don't see it starts up right when you're in the finish line. We know that's an issue. Okay. We want to stay strong, stay strong, be there for me. 
Okay. So if you're interested in going through life school, I want to guide you through it. Or if you're interested in becoming one of our life coaches, one of our empowerment coaches, we certify and equip to walk other people through this process as well. I'd love to talk to you. Either way, you can find out all this stuff out over at lovecoachheidi.com. All right. I love you. I want you to identify your personality pattern, make it, leave it in the comment. What are you? A fixer, a pleaser. I didn't mention some of the patterns. There's more. You can find yourself. I didn't even talk about the pleaser pattern. That's a big one. All right. Download your pattern, download the free book, leave a comment what your pattern is, and let's start the discussion. Consider coming along with our group. Find your tribe. Your tribe, I have. Your tribe is waiting for you. I am the tribal chief inside the tribe, okay? We have lots of chief, a lot of other chiefs in the making. We have medicine women in the group, okay? We have all kinds of people, but really it's your people. Like attracts like. If you're here and you're vibing with me, you're part of the tribe. We want you in the tribe, okay? You're gonna add value to us. We're gonna add value to you. We wanna come alongside of you, all right? I love you. Take excellent care, like and subscribe, and post your pattern below. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.